You're listening to The Simple Truth with Pastor Dion Cordova of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel. The deciding factor between defeat and victory is listening and following the voice of the Holy Spirit within. You see, the Holy Spirit's job is to convict, convince, and coach. The voice of the Holy Spirit from within is prompting you, is encouraging you, is pulling the reins on you sometimes. There's always things that you'd like to change about yourself or your life. Some of these goals are easily attained, but deep transformational change requires God's intervention. Today, Pastor Dion teaches that change will happen as you follow the prompting of the Holy Spirit, as you attend and engage in the church, and as you read and absorb God's Word. Engaging with these three aspects of your new life with God will help to sustain deep transformational change in your heart and in your life. Now here's Pastor Dion in the book of Luke, chapter 18, with today's edition of The Simple Truth. Listen, guys, life change starts with a new birth, a new creation. When we place our faith in Jesus as Savior, a new spirit is birthed within us. 2 Corinthians 5.17, very familiar passage. Read it out loud with me. When someone becomes a Christian... He becomes a brand new person inside. He is not the same anymore. A new life has begun. And that ought to make you cheer right there. All right, but listen. Transformation or life change doesn't happen until that takes place. Until we surrender our life to Christ. And when we do and believe in Him, there is a new birth that takes place, a new creation that's born, a new life has begun. Now, this new spirit within us has the nature of God, has God's DNA, but it needs to grow, it needs to mature, it needs to become. Everybody say the word out loud to what? To become. Look at your neighbor and say, become. That new nature is in us, but it needs to grow, mature, it needs to become. God's goal for us is more than salvation, is more than saving us. God wants us to become like His Son. He doesn't want you to be a better you. He doesn't want you to be all you can be. He wants us to be like His Son. Let's say it out loud. Be like His Son. Romans chapter 8, verse 29, God's goal for us. Here's what it says. Read it out loud. For God knew His people in advance, and He chose them to become like His Son. God chose you in advance. Hey, even before you were born, because, you know, if he would have waited until after you were born in a little while, he might have decided against it, right? But no, he chose you before you were born to save you and that you might become 
like his son. Well, the new nature within us is yearning for Christ-likeness. It's pushing for Christ-likeness. I mean, it's not just a temporary desire to appease a troubled marriage, a DUI judge, or a child custody mediator. No, 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 no. It's not seeking the Lord's blessings. It's seeking the Lord. That's what this new spirit does. This new spirit is pushing to become more like Christ. It wants more of God. It's not looking to, to, to fix its little problems. It's why it wants God. Sure, it wants to, problems to be fixed, but more than any of that, it knows it needs the Lord and it wants Him. Our new spirit wants to be like Jesus. It wants permanent life change. That's how you know that you are really saved. Because you want to know more about God and you want to be closer to God. Because you have a hunger and a desire for righteousness. That is the determining factor. So that newborn spirit is calling out, crying out to the Lord, wanting to be closer, wanting to do right, wanting permanent life change. Not just a quick fix for its problems. So transformation starts, guys, with a new you, a new spirit, a new creation. And although a godly disposition is indwelling us, transformation is a process. Everybody say that out loud. Transformation is a process. Listen, worms or creeps don't become butterflies in a day. Look at your neighbor and say, this hope for you. Just look at him and tell him that. Seeds or saps don't become trees in a month. There is a process. And that's what Jesus meant when He told His disciples that they needed to be or become more like children. He's telling them change needs to happen. Look at your neighbor and say, change needs to happen. They needed to become more like children we need to become more like Christ. And this happens by a process. A process that you can't do on your own. The process includes, here's the first thing, everybody said out loud, what? God's, say it again, what? God's Spirit. In fact, the Apostle Paul explained it this way. Romans chapter 7, verse 15, he said, I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. And I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. Oh, what a wretched man I am. Who will free me? from this life that is dominated by sin and death. How many of you can identify? How many of you have been there, huh? Oh, the struggle. And then the self-condemnation. What a wretched person I I am worthless. I am no good. Oh, right? Paul faced the same thing. Feeling like a loser. Go ahead. Just, just give us a sign. Come on. Loser. 
But then Paul continued. He continued. Here's what he said. I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh. Everybody out loud. But according to the Spirit. Say it again. But according to the Spirit. Transformation involves the Spirit. The life change happens through the process of the Holy Spirit in us. Paul explains that the deciding factor between defeat and victory is listening and following the voice of the Holy Spirit within. I'm going to say it again. The deciding factor between defeat and victory is listening and following the voice of the Holy Spirit within. You see, the Holy Spirit's job is to convict, convince, and coach. The voice of the Holy Spirit from within is prompting you, is encouraging you, is pulling the reins on you sometimes. It, it almost seems like the rumble strips on the highway sometimes. Not there, not, not that way. Look at your neighbor and say, I've been there. Probably you spent a lot of time on the rumble strips. Stay away from that side of the street. The idea is the Holy Spirit is giving us these promptings, and sometimes the voice sounds like your own. Sometimes the voice sounds like, Pastor Dion. Sometimes the voice sounds like your mom, your dad, your friend. But the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to us inwardly, telling us, coaching us, convicting us, convincing us. Because that's His job. The Holy Spirit will mature us day by day and step by step as we listen to His voice. In fact, 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18 says this. Read it with me. And the Lord's Spirit makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. So the Spirit's job is to do what? Make us what? More and more like Him. The New King James Version says that the Holy Spirit is changing us from glory to glory to glory. How many of you want that, huh? How many of you need that? I want to be better, Lord. I want to be like your son. And the Holy Spirit, if we will listen to his prompting, his coaching, if we will listen to his conviction, he will work on us and we will be transformed from glory to glory to glory. He will make us more and more like Jesus Christ. He works on it day by day. Today, it maybe He's going to work on your anger. And maybe next it'll be your temper. Or today, He's going to work on your arrogance. And then next it'll be your pride. But before you know it, you will be becoming more and more like Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, listen to the Spirit, man. Just look at him and tell him, listen to the Spirit. Alright, so the transformation process that we're all wanting. It includes God's Spirit. But it also includes, everybody say it out loud, what? What's the next one? 
God's church. Say it again. God's church. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. Let's read it. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue. In other words, these five guys, these five offices are going to do it. These five appointments are going to do it until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be, everybody said, mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Wow. So Jesus designed and built the church for believers. It's His workshop. Welcome to His workshop. Huh? But here's the next thing. Welcome to His workshop and you are His workmanship. This is where He's working on us. Jesus appointed and anointed leaders within the church to help us become more like Christ. To give us instruction and guidance and accountability. Because left to ourselves, we tend to follow the path of least resistance. Look at your neighbor say, he's talking about you right now, I know it. Left to ourselves, we tend to follow the path of least resistance, which includes laziness, mediocrity, and compromise. You know, Christian, we end up being Christians like Sid the Sloth in super slow-mo. Huh? Look at your neighbor and say, don't let that be you. Our growth is super slow. So Jesus appointed leaders to challenge us to stretch us, to encourage us, to motivate us, to mature us. And they will keep at it until we measure up. So if you're waiting for me to retire or wondering when I am, I'm not. Until I can present you complete. That's my job. To present you complete. Say to the Lord, look, look, Lord, we did it. You did it, and I helped, and I'm so glad. Look! So they'll keep it up until we measure up. So if you don't quite measure up to Jesus right now, church isn't an option or a suggestion, it's the place of transformation. So plug in and follow the leader. Say it out loud. Plug in and follow the... Look at your neighbor and tell them. Plug in and follow the leader. In fact, Paul said it like this in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Read it out loud with me. Obey your spiritual leaders and be willing to do what they say or what they counsel. For their work is to watch over your souls and God will judge them on how well they do this. Give them reason to report joyfully about you to the Lord and not with sorrow. 
So the process of transformation involves God's Spirit listening and following the inward promptings of the Holy Spirit. Transformation involves God's church attending, participating, and obeying those God has appointed to watch over you. And transformation also involves, everybody say it out loud, what? God's Word. Say it again. God's Word. God's Word. Proverbs 23.7 says, As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. I want to say it again. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. In other words, our worldview, how we see things, determines our actions and our attitudes. I'm just going to let that soak for a little bit. Our worldview, how we see things, determines how we act and our attitudes. Religion, politics, or ideology can shape our worldview. Philosophies, experiences, or culture can shape our worldview. What's shaping yours? Could it be that your actions and attitudes are skewed because of the source? God wants His Word to be the lamp and light of our life. God wants His Word to be the source and authority that shapes the way that we live. In fact, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 says, All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. That's all in God's Word. God uses His Word to prepare and equip His people to do Every good work. God wants His Word to shape the way that we live, the way that we act in our attitudes. God's Word is eternal, authoritative, inerrant, and sufficient. And Paul told us the key to transformation by God's Word is downloading God's Word regularly. Everybody say the word downloading. Download. You're familiar with that. You download your favorite song. You download your favorite videos. Can you say amen? Huh? You spent a lot of time downloading stuff. And he says, hey, listen, if you really want to be transformed, it's going to take God's spirit. It's going to take you know, God's church, and it's going to take God's word. But here's the thing. You have to download it. Look at your neighbor and say, start downloading. In fact, here's the verse. If you're not, you know, Pastor Deanna, it doesn't say for us to download it. <laughs> Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Let's read it. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. Don't let them set your worldview. 
Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. That was a good place to applause right there. It really was. Well, you're still processing, but here's the fact. There are thousands of people running around saying, Pastor, I really want to know the will of God for my life. The answer is download His Word and it will become clear to you. Should I marry this gal? Should I marry this guy? Download God's Word and it will become crystal. Huh? Huh? Should I make this move? Should I do this thing? Download God's Word and it will become very clear what steps you should take because God will order our steps according to His Word. So if you want to know the will of God, and that's how we're transformed. So get the download. Get the app. Whatever you need to do. Download God's Word. And not just onto your phone, folks. Onto your brain. Look at your neighbor and say, onto your brain, dude. Download it. So transformation involves God's Spirit. We have to listen and follow the promptings of the Spirit. Transformation involves God's church. So we have to attend and engage in church. And then transformation involves God's Word. So we have to download and absorb these things. Now, most people are saying, Pastor Deanna, isn't there anything else? No. And they're like some secret mantra or some prayer I can pray or, or, or some, some class I can attend. No. These three things are the very things that will take you from mediocre to a conqueror in Jesus Christ. In fact, guys, these three things turned the hard, arrogant disciple John. They called him the sons of thunder. You know, you got to be pretty tough to be called the sons of thunder. Huh? To turn him into the apostle of love. These three things turned the weak and fearful Peter into the pastor of the first church. These three things turned the proud and murderous Saul into the great apostle Paul. Three things. So, if you grab a hold of these three things before you know it, this will happen to you. You will be, everybody say it, becoming, say it again, becoming. We're so glad that you tuned in today to The Simple Truth. We pray that Pastor Dion's teaching in the book of Luke has given you a new insight into the life of Jesus and brought you closer to Him. If you'd like to learn more about the ministry of The Simple Truth or hear additional messages, visit tmcalvary.com. You'll find them under the Sermons tab. 
You can even experience the video version of these teachings at our YouTube channel. Just follow the link. And don't forget to subscribe. When you do, you'll be notified as soon as we've uploaded new messages that we know will share Jesus' love and truth for your life. Find a link to our YouTube channel at our website. Again, that's tmcalvary.com. Before we end our time with you today, we'd like to offer you the opportunity to be involved in what we're doing here at The Simple Truth. We'd love for you to join us in praying for the people who will be listening to these broadcasts, who may even be hearing about Jesus for the first time. Would you pray that the Holy Spirit would open ears and soften hearts, and that lives would forever be changed? Would you pray also for Pastor Dion and the team here at The Simple Truth? Pray that we always keep our eyes on the Lord, and that we're courageous to follow wherever He may lead. Would you also pray about financially supporting this ministry? Any and all amounts given are useful and greatly appreciated. You can find out more at tmcalvary.com. Just click on Donate. Thank you for praying about this, and thank you for joining us today on The Simple Truth. Together we stand Together